Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. It's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? So this is a sad what you need to know, but I just want to give a little shout out to Bobby, who is or was the world's oldest dog of record, at least. He was 31 years old and he died over the weekend. Mm. He uh, died in a better time for a dog. I know that's insane. 31. Can you imagine? Like, oh, that's crazy. Um, Bobby lived on a farm in Portugal with his owner and four other cats. Uh, He was born. Oh, I've seen this dog before on TV. Yeah, I think we talked about him when he was named officially the world's oldest dog. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. That is true. That was a uh, another what you need to know, which was much happier. So he was born on May 11th, 1992, (laughs) when his owner was only eight years old, which is crazy. Imagine having a dog from when you're eight. Until, yeah. you know, whatever, 31 years, into your 50s. So in an interview earlier this year, Bobby's owner said that the secret to his dog's long life was good food, fresh air, and lots of love. So R.I.P. Bobby. R.I.P. Bobby. Hmm. He lived a long-ass life. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Man, I know. But even like when a dog is like 15, 16, and it seems, like dogs, yeah. it seems like dogs are living longer nowadays. I don't know if there's any data to support that. But um, like I just talked to a guy the other day, and I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? He's like, I'm not doing so well. I go, what's wrong? He's like, oh, my dog just died. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear about that. And he's like, yeah, the dog was like 17, 18 years old. I'm like, wait, what? 17, 18? Do dogs really? I mean, do a lot of dogs live to that age? I don't think a lot do, but to your point, I think more are living longer because people are actually feeding them better food and caring for their dogs in a way that they never have before. Like, I know my dog, I've been feeding him, you know, really expensive, the Stella and Chewy's raw food since he was born mm-hmm. because it was really good for Sam. It, it elongated Sam's life a good five years, I think. So, yeah, you know, people, instead of just going to like, the grocery store and getting whatever's on sale, people are like putting more care and thought. And yeah, there's that, that. Uh, commercial right now. What's is that the same food that you were talking about with the commercial with the guy sitting in his garage? His buddy comes over and he's like, "What is this dog food?" He's like, "No, it's not dog food. It's food for my dog." And then he kicks the guy out. <laughs> oh, no. That is not the same brand because I know that oh. brand Stella and Chewy's. That dry food is like forty seven, forty eight dollars a bag. Yeah, it's expensive. So they, they're actually the commercial that George is talking about is a girl. So the guy's on a date with this girl. No, no, no. This is a guy that a buddy comes over to watch the game oh, in his garage or something. It's like the that. same brand, but yeah. I love their commercials because yeah. the, the guy was on a date and kicks the girl out. Yeah. Is that the one where they like have prepared meals for the dogs and they, they show you there's like carrots and celery yeah. and beef and whatever yeah. else is in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I do have a what you need to know as well. Oh, really? uh, Laura did this story a couple weeks ago. Remember the the Kobe mural with the with Gigi with the angels yeah. or whatever, right. and that they there was like the people that owned the building were going to sell the uh, the the wall right as uh, signage mm-hmm. advertising. Well, well, Ronnie Two K, uh, who runs NBA Two K, the mm-hmm. video game, mm-hmm. uh, said today on NBA Today that uh, NBA Two K has pledged uh, an undisclosed amount of money to the owner of that building to keep the mural up. Yeah, and does NBA Two K get to be on the mural? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, because that would be a smart thing to do. You might as well tell everybody, hey, you guys wanted this mural here. We did too. This guy needed to make money. We paid him, and it's presented by NBA 2K, just so you guys know. Now, I don't even know. You tell me. 
Is there a competitive product to NBA 2K? I think EA Sports does a game too. Oh, really? Yeah. What's that called? But no, EA Sports NBA Basketball. I'm guessing. I don't know. Oh, I don't. I don't, I don't know, know either. I don't yeah. game. Yeah. But um, NBA 2K is the game that everybody plays. Yeah, it's my son plays that game. Yeah. That's the one with Kevin Harlan's voice on it, right? Right between the eyes. Yeah. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, Cappy, yep. the Rams. Mm. Matthew Stafford really kind of blew the game for them. Mm-hmm. You're talking about that interception? That interception to TJ Watt. I mean, that changed the entire complexion of that game. Yep. Um, and now they did, look, the defense also, but the defense has been so good for them this year, man, that the defense also kind of caved a little bit. But they really put them in a really tough spot in that scenario. So I just feel like there's a lot of blame to go around, but that one play just felt like it was the absolute turning point. Yeah. Well, look, here's the thing. So going into the season, um, there were some people that thought the Rams would be really bad and they would be like playing for Caleb. They'd be tanking for Caleb, or maybe they'd just be so bad that they'd have the number one overall pick. And then in the first six weeks, at 3-3, three and three, even though they'd lost to the better teams that they'd played and they kind of beat the teams that you'd think that they're better coached and they've got a veteran quarterback, et cetera, they can beat teams like that, that that's who they are, right? I mean, the, the Rams, they, they didn't beat Philadelphia. Philadelphia is considered a playoff team. Philadelphia was in the Super Bowl last year, right? They didn't beat the 49ers, who most people think is you know one of the top two or three teams in football. And they, they lost to the Bengals, who even though Joe Burrow was struggling at the time, I still think people have respect for the Bengals. The teams that they beat, you know, they're just they're not great. Seattle's not very good, are they, George? Seattle very good? Not really. Okay, how about the Colts? I mean, are the Colts good? They're they're no. kind of middle of the road, right? They're okay. Yeah, Cardinals. I mean, the, the, the Seahawks and the Colts are like okay. Yeah, and the Cardinals aren't very good, are no. they? No. Right. So so who they, they needed that win. That's a win they should have had. Right. But but here but that's my point is that this is who the Rams actually are. You know that that when you're home, they're also just an okay team. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. They're they're just not very good. They're they're playing tough, um, hard nosed, competitive football, but they're just not really that good. No, they're not. They got a super young defense outside of uh, Aaron Donald and a couple guys here and there, but very young defense. And honestly, like outside of Stafford and Cup, um, and a couple of guys like Havenstein here and there, like just a pretty young offense too, for that matter. Well, but but let's also again, I don't, I'm not knocking on everybody because listen, th- when I say they're just not that good, let me just pose to you a couple. By the way, of most of the NFC is not that good. Okay, but but look, you know how many, you know how deep they are now into running back. They, they're like five deep into running back. You know, so they started the season with Cam Akers. They went to Kyron Williams. He's hurt now. Ronnie Rivers is another guy. He's hurt now. And so by the time you even get down to Daryl Henderson, who, by the way, put up 12 and a half fantasy points for me yesterday because I decided to pick him up last second. You know, it actually turned out to be a great pickup because who would have thought he knows the system? Right. But but he's not been practicing. He didn't go through training camp. This guy had 18 carries for 61 yards. I mean, I take my hat off to Daryl Henderson Jr. That was an impressive performance. Yeah, I will say this: it, no this thanks gonna... to Demarco, by the way, who laughed when I said I should pick him up. Come on, explain to Demarco. Who well, I'm just saying because I, uh, I had I had Kyron Williams and all the other guys were gone, so it was like I needed to do something. It, it's kind of a weird thing, though, that the Rams, who have not necessarily been committed to running the ball until about a week ago, when Kyron Williams put up you know 150 plus yards, yeah, all of a sudden statistically they were very committed to the run. 
in a game where they're on their fifth, sixth, seventh running back, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. So 30 carries yesterday. Now, Cooper Cup did not have a good game. Uh, listen, he's back for three games. He's entitled to one off day. For a guy who's been as hurt as he has and has missed as much time, he just did not have his best stuff yesterday. Mm-hmm. A lot of missed passes, uh, only two receptions. Puka had an amazing game. Puka Do- was good. Puka does what he does. He gets a ton of yards. Yeah. He gets a ton of targets, but he never scores, really. Right, right. So I think he's got one or two touchdowns on the season. So, unfortunately, most of us look at the Steelers and we don't think they're very good, and they're probably not, but they're kind of right in the same spot where the Rams are. They're just kind of right there. Yeah. But there's so, a lot of, that's kind of the league. There's a few elite teams, and there's some teams at the bottom, and then everyone else is kind of in the middle. Yep, and that's where the Steelers are, and that's where the Rams are. Yeah. They're just sort of in the middle. Right, and by the way, on my flight, uh, I had a connection through Atlanta. Tons of Steeler fans on that mm-hmm. flight. Well, listen, here's a Steeler fan, and I knew this was going to happen, just like I knew the Eagles fans would take the place over. You know, it's we laughed at the Chargers, and it's still, it's it's everybody with the Chargers. But teams like the Steelers and the Eagles who have real fan bases who travel, they yeah. want to go to Vegas or L.A. Correct. So, you know, that, that was a partisan Steeler crowd mm-hmm. yesterday in SoFi Stadium. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, what about the Lakers? You excited about the season? You know what? I actually am excited about the start of the season Two big night. games. Two big games this week. But I also i am trying to temper myself because here's the thing. Dime. Let's say the Lakers go to Denver and they win the game tomorrow night, mm-hmm. right? I may come back on the air on Wednesday and tell you the Lakers are automatically going undefeated and they're going to win the championship. Right. But by the same token, yeah. should the Lakers lose at Denver, which would seem more reasonable, opening night, get your rings, you know, celebrate the accomplishment of a year ago, your home crowd, etc. Right. I could come on the air on Wednesday and tell you the Lakers will never win a game and they've got no chance and they're terrible. Right. So I don't want to get too high or too low. You feel me? Yeah. How about you? You feeling excited? I told you. I think they can win the West as long as they get relative health from their two guys. Remember? Two guys. Talk two to... guys. What about, what about I mean, they're, guys? they're, they're, I mean, there's a big three. I, I'm not ready to make that claim. Austin Reeves is, a, is part of the big three. I'm not ready to make that claim when, Kevin, when Kevin Durant's out there telling people, hey, make sure that, uh, you know, don't make sure he's not guarding me next time. Oh, really? Yeah. Big three. No. Austin Reeves is in it. No, bro. It's okay. Austin Reeves is a good player, but Austin Reeves is not a big three player. I don't know. There was pictures of the three of them at media day. That, that's cool, and I'm happy for Austin, dude. That kid, listen, is really, you got to be an idiot to not like Austin Reeves. Like, that kid is really nice, plays his ass off. He's a humble kid, just like, like he has scrapped for everything. Like, he's awesome. He's a great story. And the Lakers should be super proud that they have that kid and that they found that kid. And made him into what he is because they developed him as well. So they deserve credit for that, too. How am I going to get a pair of these new Austin Reeves sneakers? I don't know, man. Buy them? I, no, no, no. That's not what I'm asking. I didn't say where do I buy these new Austin Reeves sneakers. What kind of shoes does he have? I don't even I know. I said where do I get them? What are his Austin Reeves sneakers? I think I you, they're yeah. that... Um, Anta? Yeah, I forget what the brand is, but you could only buy them online for like a limited release window thing. So like, you're not getting them, Cap, unless Come you on. buy them on like eBay or something for a bunch of money. Well, what yeah, if I what talk are to they? Austin, Austin Reeves? Reeves? Right? Yeah. What if I talk to Austin? I go, yo, dog. They're called like AK somethings. They actually, oh, oh they look kind of nice. Are they? I like this AR1 AR, ice cream. That's what I meant. AR something. AR1, AR1 ice cream. I like this this shoe. I like it. Honestly, I do like it. Cap, they got some pairs on eBay for like 200 bucks. The Brand ice new? cream ones are expensive though. But they're I'm nice. Talk to, I see one here Reeves. for 145 bucks. I'm going to talk to Austin about it. Oh, I saw some for 950, the ice cream ones. See what we can get hooked up. 
I'm, I'm calling it a Hey King. Okay. I'm not buying But who makes the shoe is my question. Rigorer. Uh, who? Rigorer. Rigorer. Yes. Rigorer. 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 Yo, them, them new rigorers. Yeah. By the way, uh, just for posterity, yeah. um, the audience has done the research for us. Uh-huh, the yeah. Dana White Gronk conversation yeah. was before um, when Gruden was still there. Yeah. And that, it all is coming back to me now because remember um, Tom Brady said they picked that mother bleeper over mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And the mother bleeper was Derek Carr. Remember, mm-hmm. we did a whole show that Derek Carr was the mother bleeper. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the timeline of Tom Brady's first retirement that lasted 40 days and Josh McDaniels being hired do align, though. So there is some there. And he's trying to be the owner or part owner of the team, except the NFL is not letting him do that, or the other owners are not letting him buy 10% or whatever it is for 1% that he's trying to buy it for. He should buy the whole team. Tom Brady should buy the whole team. The Raiders will become Super Bowl champions. Got to get rid of Mark Davis. Therein lies your problem. So anyway. Uh, but back to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. They, um, Yeah, I'm excited. I think that you're going to get some tests right out of the gate. And I'm curious to see how Denver looks after now being the hunted as opposed to the hunter. I am curious, genuinely curious to see what Phoenix looks like because uh, I don't know what their depth looks like. And I'm curious to see how quickly Vogel can make them uh, a, a solid to good defensive team. So there's a lot of things I want to see already this season very early on. Well, tomorrow afternoon, uh, we will not be on the air. And what will be on the air is uh, Lakers-Nuggets game one. And I'm going to do my best. I'm going to make a commitment to everybody. I'm going to do my best to not overreact to a win and not overreact to a loss. I'm not going to come on the air on Wednesday and say they're going to win them all and they're going to win the championship or lose them all and they're not going to even make the playoffs. I will not do that on Wednesday. I will not get that emotional after one game. Cappy, I do have uh, an update for you on something that you asked me for last week. Okay. Okay, so mm-hmm. we'll get to that coming up in just a second. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, caller number seven. Let's put him up on the board. It is Jose Rodriguez from Anaheim. Jose Congratulations on being caller number seven. You automatically win two tickets to an event at SoFi, a game at SoFi. So here's what we need from you, my man, on Million Dollar Mondays. Every Monday, every show is going to take a caller, and you have to predict the two Super Bowl teams and the score. Now, if you nail the two teams and the exact score in the way that you just describe it here on the air right now, Cappy will show up to your house with a check for a million dollars. You got it? Big-ass check, too, man. 
Like one of those old school publishers cool. clearinghouse checks. That's right. And I'm uh, Ed McMahon. Yeah. So what do you got? Who are the two teams and what is the score? All right. Give me the uh give me the Niners and the Chiefs. I think the Niners got it. 31-28. Okay. Ooh. There you go. Niners 31, Chiefs 28, Jose Rodriguez in Anaheim. Congratulations, buddy, on the tickets for the game at SoFi, and good luck this week or, or this year because we uh, we'll keep tabs on it, okay? All right. All right we're going to put you on hold. Hold on a second. There you go. Jose Rodriguez, Anaheim. Boy, I like that pick. That's a good pick. I like that pick. By the way, it would be the third time they would have faced each other, uh, those two teams. If I were a caller today, mm-hmm. here's my Super Bowl pick today. This is Monday. Yeah. I would say San Francisco versus Baltimore. Baltimore. That was my pick at the beginning of the season. I got to tell you something. I have not watched the Baltimore Ravens play a full game yet this year. They I haven't destroyed seen them on, your right, Lions. Right. I haven't seen them on Sunday night yet. I haven't seen them on Monday night yet. I haven't seen them play like the game of the week. You know, they haven't been the number one game on Fox or CBS. They annihilated the Lions yesterday. Destroyed them. And I only caught, you know, what I watched on Red Zone and then highlights. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's all of a sudden time to start really taking the Baltimore Ravens very seriously in the AFC. I, I think the challenge with them is just, can that offense sustain it? Because Lamar has to do a lot of heavy lifting there. Odell has been in and out of the lineup a little bit. They haven't really gotten on the same page yet. Um, and, you know, Mark Andrews is amazing. They're, you know they're going to be able to run the ball between the running backs and Lamar, but the passing game is always the thing, and yesterday the passing game was on point. It's interesting that beating the Lions makes me think that the Ravens are for real because they beat them down 38-6, to but you realize that the Ravens' only two losses this season are to the Colts and the Steelers, and we both just talked about the Colts and the Steelers as, you know, they're probably not really that good. But a win against the Lions, the way they beat up on the Lions, makes me think Baltimore is pretty good. Uh, yeah, Baltimore's good. They were my uh, my preseason pick. If you go on my Twitter, was Niners Ravens. Okay, not for me. I, I had the Cleveland Browns, which of course I still have the Cleveland Browns, mm. and um, they are all of a sudden catching some very lucky breaks along the way. They have, but hey, better to be lucky than good. Sometimes I'll take that. It's about time Browns fans caught some breaks. Yeah. Um. So Cappy, yo. You asked me for something this weekend on my broadcast. Okay. You asked me to refer to you as Pitt Great. You started legend and then realized you needed to tone that down a little bit. I did, I did pull it back just yeah. a hair. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to put myself in the rarefied air of, of like Marino Dorset, and Dorsett. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, Larry Fitzgerald, yeah. Curtis Martin. I didn't want to put myself in that Hall of Fame category. Correct. So I did a uh, couple of things. And then Mason asked me for a couple of words. He asked me for serendipitous, ephemeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ker- ephemeral and, and kerplunk um i i did get ephemeral in um ephemeral. I, I, i'd like to hear how that happened well it was basically wake's lead was short-lived right it so i ephemeral. used i said uh, wake's lead was ephemeral nice word um when Pitt came back over the top in the in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. um then serendipitous was easy because that's just something that happens by chance but i could not get kerplunk in because i told mason that he use that well it's like a thud right so it would have to be like a, guy hits another guy and he goes, "Ooh, kerplunk!" No, I thought I, we were talking more about like the ball doinks off the uh, the cr- oh, the crossbar yeah. or the goalpost, or even the ball hits somebody in the helmet right mm-hmm. on the pass. Yeah, um, but none of that ever happened, so I couldn't get I, I couldn't sneak that one in. But you, it wasn't until late in the fourth quarter on that. Uh, r- actually, it was right after I used ephemeral, um, where Pitt took the lead again in the fourth quarter before mm-hmm. they gave it up at the end. 
um, that I mentioned the kicker was out there, and I said his you know he's two for two now in extra points, got a field goal in the game. I said you know reminds me of my partner, my radio partner on ESPN Los Angeles, uh, a pit alum, the great Scott Kaplan, uh, a pit great is what I said. Okay, a pit great. I want I, I want to make sure that it was a pit great, yeah, not the great. No, because I, I think yeah. that the said, great no, has become pit, too commonplace. Pit, now. pit great, Scott okay. Kaplan is what All I mentioned, right. and I told EJ Borghetti, who was your classmate and also yep. now the current SID mm-hmm. at uh, at Pitt, that I would do that. He kind of laughed. He thought that was funny. <laughs> Um, so Lindsay tried to find it, but the full game, I couldn't get a link from a producer yet. And the full game YouTube is not up only the condensed version. Now, Lindsay, you said that in the condensed version, you did find said touchdown an extra point, but, but then they cut out as soon as the extra point was kicked. So they cut off the cappy commentary. They cut Mm. you out of the highlights cap. Oh, damn. Yeah. Sorry, Tough George. Break. Really impressive. Super impressive. Now we can access the full game starting this time, like tomorrow. tomorrow I yeah. believe but, it is. But one small, like little, like I'm gonna just say, like a small issue with this is. Remember, the reason I asked you to do this is because I wanted, you wanted my your phone buddies. to blow up. Yeah. I wanted my phone to blow up. Yeah. With people going, dude, did you just hear that? The announcer just said. Former Pitt great. How would he possibly know that? Oh, so you say I blew it because I said you were my radio partner. Well, not just that, yeah. but also the fact that my phone didn't blow up at all. I means mean, that, your guys weren't watching the game. It mean, You know what happened was, because I remember at one point, you and I texted while you were on right, the air. I said it was a terrible game to watch. And I'm like, bro, I had to leave. Like, it, the game just was so it was bad. bad. It was 7-7 seven to seven in going into the fourth quarter. It was so bad. But the ending was exciting. Oh, my God. No, the last quarter was insane. Yeah. Like, it was great. And but the the first three quarters were awful to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it when they're when the full game broadcast comes out. I'm Just gonna go watch, watch the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. That's, That's the only f- that was the fun part. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Well, thanks for getting it in there, pal. I will say this: I'm also disappointed in uh, Wake Forest was great. Uh, Coach Clawson uh, was great. I don't know if I told you weren't on Friday, so I told the story about uh, Coach Clawson's wife. Uh, her parents are expats, so they grew. She grew up in France. Uh-huh. Uh, she was born there, mm-hmm. and I told them I was taking the kids to France, and he literally. No joke. Wrote out a schedule for me for the days that I'm oh, in France. Total coach move right totally. there. Totally, yes. Coach like, move. Go here, day one, do this. Day two, yep. go here. Kids will love X, Y, Z at this place. Go watch, Go. Everyone wants you to go to the Louvre. Uh, go to this museum instead. You can go to the Louvre, but definitely go to this one instead. Like, he broke it down. People wow. say the Louvre is, like, crazy packed. You can't, like, it's going to see any of, like, the famous paintings. It's like Yeah, it's you, hard. Yeah, it's, like, difficult to even, you have to, like, buy a ticket once you get in just to see the painting. Correct. It's like a, it's just a nightmare. Yeah, he told me to go, where did he tell me to go? Hold on, I have Let me here. see these handwritten notes. Let me take, the, take a look he at these He told notes. me, um, go to the Orsay. As, oh, everybody knows that. that. Is more, say, of he actually, you know, if it has more of the um, French well, impressionalism really. yes, uh, right. art is what he mentioned. Yes, yes, that's right. He did. He said that. So anyway, well, wait a second. Uh, I, loved, I loved my experience at Wake. It was cool. The only thing I didn't love is, because yeah. you know, Cappy, I don't know if you realize this, but here's a little dirty secret on some of these games. Um, sometimes on these games, depending on where they are, our crew is not with us. They are on a remote broadcast, right? So they call them Remy's. And that means when we have a Remy, the uh, replays we get can be anywhere between like two, three, four seconds behind, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at times when I'm looking for down and distance um, and I can't necessarily make it out because of where they are or whatever from the booth, because not all these booths are perfectly situated um, in college like they would be in an NFL stadium, I rely a lot of times on the scoreboard, right? And you would think the scoreboard would be accurate. Right? Mm, mm. Not the case a couple mm-hmm. of times at Wake uh, in that game. <laughs> uh, 
And I was just like, like, I literally spouted it off like Ron Burgundy and then said, wait, that's not right. Yeah. And then on the broadcast said it just like that. That's not right. The scoreboard is wrong. Here's the actual down and distance. Yeah. And right. I caught, I did it twice. And the second time I just let him have it on the air. <laughs> I'm like, you got to do a better job. <laughs> do better, Wake Forest. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Can't you get somebody smart to come in here and intern today and run the scoreboard? I mean, come on. Jeez. You're, My goodness. I, this is the, it's the Power Five conference. This isn't like, you know. Well, you mentioned that I was not here on Friday. It's true. George, let me tell you something. I went to the Sphere on Friday night in you Vegas. You did. I know. I heard. And I'll tell you a little bit more about it later on. I know you've already booked your flight and you're all, you've already bought your tickets to the Sphere. Mm-hmm. Mind blown and every video you've seen from every one of your friends it's put something on instagram or twitter or facebook or wherever nothing can describe what this sphere is to a concert and i'm sure you'll have the same reaction however i do disagree with john ireland where you say i'll never be able to see another concert in in another venue ever again i disagree with that okay well there you go that's good but you're going to, dude, I got to tell you about But that's this, why I decided to do it in December because I want to see Depeche Mode first and then go to the Sphere and see the, see the crazy, like, you know, it like, is, experience. It is a true, true mind blow. Yeah. The Sphere. Okay. Who's going to play next at the Sphere? They, like, who well, do you guys think it, it'll be? I don't, it's I a don't good think, question. Well, there's going to be a WWE event there. I, don't, but, I do but, know that. Yeah. But here's the thing when you talk about who's going to play there next, like, you two just extended their stay. And. Whoever comes in next, it's not like you just pop in for two shows and then you pop out. I mean, it literally has to be a residence because it costs so much money to produce these shows. Right. And I just don't know what other artists want to do what you 2 has decided to. I'm sure there yeah. will be plenty. Because they mean, just extended to February 18th, correct? Yeah, because I saw Bad Bunny hosting SNL on Saturday night, and I was like, you know, Bad Bunny would bring, bring people in from around the world. But do you want to do it? Right. You got to do it there for a long stretch of time. Yeah. Um, now, Pepe Mantilla has texted me. What's he saying? He says, No sé si estoy equivocado, pero el pateador de, lo, el pateado, el pateador de los Rams mm-hmm. echó a perder ese juego. Y mm-hmm. creo que el coaching staff del equipo mm-hmm. se apresuró con los turnovers mm-hmm. y se quedaron sin la posibilidad del challenge mm-hmm. al final. That's right. Tú that's que, exactly right. Tú que opinas. No, that's he's exactly right because what what Pepe was saying is exactly right. The fact that McVeigh had already blown through his turn or th- blown through his timeouts right. and therefore did not have one available that didn't help. to challenge. Correct. That did right. not help. Because everybody who's seen by now, way to go, Pepe. Right. He um he absolutely they stopped him. Right. Everybody who has seen the play by now. Look, here's the bottom line. It was 24-17 No, it doesn't Pittsburgh. mean they win, right. Exactly. But it gives them another chance. Yes. And, but McVay but by the way, McVay blows through his timeouts quickly, too. Like That's the th- that's like if there's one flaw in, in one kryptonite, one little piece of his game that, that isn't 100% always on point, is that he'll go through his timeouts quickly. Now, granted, he's going through his timeouts. He's playing uh, – he, he's got a really young team. So I feel like last year there wasn't as big an issue, or the last – or two years ago there wasn't as big an issue because he had a veteran team. But when you have a young team, I, I get it a little more that you go through your timeouts but you got to try to keep one at least but, but at least McVeigh has the guts to come out after the game and go I'm not blaming the referees for one call right. that we I mean this is not McVeigh yeah. saying he this, did blame but, the kicker though but, he's well, right you know what rightly so Porque because el pateador de los Rams estaba del you know what right well look when you when you lose by seven yeah. and the kicking game 
leaves seven points out there on the board, um, that is on your kicker. They, I'm not saying that he's solely responsible for them losing the game. He's a big contributing factor to them losing the game. Was was the referee and the bad call on the Kenny Pickett attempted tush push that he's literally two yards short of, is that the reason they lost the game? No, it is not. It is a contributing factor. At least McVay has the guts after the game to come in and admit as much. He's gut you know? full. Right. Brandon Staley, yeah. little BS, my man. Um, you should go watch Sean McVay post-game press conferences because your press conference yesterday, gutless and embarrassing. What do you think of that? Uh, it was definitely not a good performance by the Chargers, for sure. Even in the post-game press conference, really bad performance. I would say just all around, yes. It was mm-hmm. not a good performance. You know, who looks, you know who looks tired, lazy, and heavy is Joey Bosa. Just not a factor at all. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, a he, factor. He has not been very good this year. And Khalil Mack, does he still play for the Chargers? I mean, he's also older. I'm just asking if he still plays I mean, for the he Chargers. Had, he, had, he had that. Well, look at you. Are you doing the cappy cast right now? Well, I, I, did, mean, I only... did notice I was watching that game because um, I have a couple of fantasy players on that team. And I was like, oh, Khalil Mack, I forgot he played for the Chargers. Yeah, that one game where that. he had six sacks. Mm-hmm. I think it was against the Raiders when they had that, that kid quarterback starting. One game. Khalil Mack, I guess he gives it all for one game, you know? Gotta get my um, old team. Yeah, something's up with that team. They need um they need a change. He said they he he said, quote, we need a reset and be careful what you wish for. Yeah, the reset is gonna be the coach. Yeah. I mean, that I think is so. one brutal defense when you are a defensive guru. By the way, yeah. Hard to be the defensive guru when you have to be the head coach, though. Well, but but hold on. You're the defensive guru. And your team and your organization has spent a fortune on defensive stars. Yes, they have done that. And this is the result, the 32nd pass defense in the NFL, the worst, the least, I mean, just the absolute worst pass defense in all of football. Yeah. And, and this guy, Travis Kelsey, I've never heard of him before. He's pretty good, I guess, Travis Kelsey, but he seemed to be open a lot yesterday, right in the middle of the field. Um, I never heard of him. I guess the Chargers never heard of him either. That's probably why they let Travis Kelsey be so wide open. I just heard of him yesterday for the first time. <laughs> what a joke. God, they're terrible. Oh. And I love it. What was was that like your opening line to the Cappy Cast today right there? No, opening line opening to the monologue. Cast, no, opening monologue to the Cappy Cast today had a lot to do with Ty, uh, Tyson Bajan, who I love. He's my new favorite player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, how the Padres are going to lose their manager to the Giants. But then again, they didn't want him anyway. Right. So that was a whole different monologue. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Um, Cappy. Yep. I feel like... Um, Tell me, how do you feel? I feel like you... You know, you, you... You feel like making love? I mean, is that how no, you feel? No, I... I feel I, like making love. I, boom. I, 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 I feel boom. like you took a lot of grief on Friday. Oh, I, you know what? I did kind of hear... Yeah. I, that... I only caught... You know, I was here. I was here for like 45, 50 minutes. But oh, it, really, you were here for a long time. Yeah, I did a couple segments. Mm. But you were you were taking some strays from whom? From I Morales? thought you were calling in. That's why. I thought so too. And what happened? Nobody called me. Wait, that's not <laughs> what. That, no, no, no. That's you not said how that works, you were calling in. <laughs> Cappy, I'll say this about you. You're hilarious. That's a good answer, isn't it? <laughs> You dodged the blame, Cap, really, really well. That's a good answer. Nobody called me. I had to pay the rent, but nobody charged me, so I didn't pay it. Oh. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. You didn't pay the rent, mother bleeper. Damn. Is that how it sounds? Yeah. 
It just sort of sounds Lindsay, to me like... Lindsay, you didn't call him, so that's it's right, our Lindsay. fault. Yeah. Lindsay, why didn't you call me? <laughs> Lindsay, you or it's I It's our fault call. that you didn't call in because we didn't call you. Well, it's right. somebody's fault. I mean, I took the day off. But you said you weren't completely, totally out of pocket. Right, but then nobody called me. Mm-hmm. So if you guys thought you needed me or wanted me, I figured you guys would give me a well, ring. Well, we were trying to, me. you know, like, you know, on your day off, we thought you were going to do us a solid and call in or text at some point, like, hey, when should I call in? But we heard nothing from you, so we were just like, oh, Rachel's not letting him. Well, you know what it was, though? I'll be honest with you guys. By Friday afternoon, probably between 3 and 5, or was it later than that? Well, uh, 3 we, and 5. 3 and 5, five yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got to, we got to um, Vegas, and we started partying. And then, you know, I needed a little, little afternoon siesta so I could get up and go to the Sphere, you know? I, I, I kind of have this, I have more confidence in you guys than you guys have in yourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I was telling Lindsay, I'm Lindsay, you're a talented person, you know? So is Laura, so is Chris, so is Bergie, so is DeMarco. I mean, everybody is a talented person. You can carry a couple hours. Yeah, we definitely didn't need you. You just right. said that you were going to do it, so we thought we were going to expect a call. Right. From so Scott when? Kaplan. So when did you think? When did you think I should call? Whenever you wanted. It's your show, oh, bro. Oh, bro! I, mean, I thought you guys would say, "Hey, listen, we, we saved some time for you. We we saved uh, Dealer's Choice. You're in Vegas. We saved Dealer's Choice for you." Oh no no! We just thought you were just going to call in whenever you wanted. No no no! I mean, I don't want to disrupt the show like that. I'm a pro. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Eres un sangano. I don't know about Unsangano. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know about that. Es Unsangano. No, no, no. No, es Unsangano. <laughs> You're pretty impressed, though, the way that Pepe sent you that whole thing in Spanish, and I broke out the fact that he didn't have any timeouts left, McVeigh. Yeah. yeah. Did a good pretty job, impressive. Cappy. Thanks. You know that I got into an Uber the other day in Vegas, and this guy, was um, he was a Chinese gentleman, mm-hmm. and he, um, or I think, and he spoke into his phone in his language, and then it, his phone said the whole thing that he wanted to say in English, and he wanted to know if we were in a rush to get to the airport or if we had time, did we want to go the scenic route or did we want to go the fastest route, so he spoke his language into the phone, and then the phone spoke to us in yeah, English. How I mean, do I do that? It, there's a commercial. I mean, haven't you seen it? There's a basketball commercial. I'm trying to remember what. I think it's like Verizon or one. There's some commercial. One of these phone uh, companies has a commercial with a bunch of... Is It's the one... It's the Galaxy has that. It's the... Um, You've seen that phone commercial where they're like at Rucker Park and then like there's like all this hoopla going on and then there's like this big like Russian dude or something and he speaks in whatever... Eastern European language it is that he's speaking and he speaks it to his phone and he tell he points it to the guy and the guy's like oh he like calms down because he thought the guy was gonna kick his ass yeah anybody know I know the commercial you're talking about now I, I do I swear to you but I, I don't, don't I don't know that's how to the do phone it. that's the, the phone oh wait it's the I phone. think it's, it's a Samsung Google? thing it's not a Google thing it's a phone thing I think it's a Google you can thing. do that on any phone yeah so I want to learn how to do you that you can do that on see remember I showed you when we do the taste test Tuesday with the chips you can literally just take a picture of another language, and it will translate it for you. Mm. Uh, Grant in L.A. says the last time you were a Chargers fan was when you wore their uniform for that one training camp. No, I was a Charger fan long after that. Long after that. But I, Your hair I, is thick here in this picture. Let me see. What picture are we looking at? Is you a training camp picture, I'm assuming. Oh, really? How am I looking? Am I looking sharp? I mean, yeah. I mean, the, it's got like, a, you got like a high top fade. And when I oh, mean high top, high top, high fade. top. Yeah, total high top fade. It's in the circle of trust. You can okay. only see it there. Let me go. Let me go to it right now. Yeah. Yeah, but in the meantime... Oh, Cap- that is a good pick. We've got uh, 
not dealer's choice. Big dealer, no, no. Uh, Radio Tinder, one of those is next. Uh, Radio Tinder's next, and then dealer's choice on the way out as we take you up to game seven, right, of the ALCS between the Rangers and the Houston Astros, the stinking Astros. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks, Christopher. Love me some Better Call Saul. I like that more than Breaking Bad. Mm. I thought it was a better show. I gotta get back to it. I started watching it when Mason and Ireland were so obsessed with it, and I was way late to the party. And I, I probably watched the first six, eight episodes and was into it, and just sort of fell off. Yeah, um, I liked it though. Yeah, it's a good I need show. A new show. I really need a new show to binge watch. Real quick, because I, I know we've got a lot of reads to do here, so I want to make sure that we get our. I know Chris referenced it at the top, but mm-hmm. Radio Tinder is presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala, and always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agave is available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website tequilamandala.com. Up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. And when you go to Total Wine or Bevmo, ask for the bottle because people are jacking my bottles. Don't be jacking my bottles. It is the most stolen bottle in the liquor industry. It's crazy. I don't know how that is, man. Seriously, like a tequila of that magnitude should be behind glass. Well, that that that's why you got to go. It is now, so that's why yeah. you got to ask for it when you go to these places. But anyway, mm-hmm. all right, go ahead, Lynch. Take it away, Lynch. Thanks, Sedano. All right, guys, so 2 Chains recently celebrated his birthday, and he bought himself what Jimmy Fallon called an unbelievable gift. During Friday's appearance on The Tonight Show, Fallon asked 2 Chains how he celebrated his recent birthday, mm-hmm. and he said he bought a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. He said he grew up in apartments. Like so a he, ride on, ride along yes. lawnmower? Yeah, John Deere. I always wanted one of those. Well, yeah. he said that he grew up in apartments, and then when he became a rapper and he had money, he bought a house, but he always paid people to maintain the yard. So he bought himself a John Deere so he could cut the grass. Mm-hmm. He said he thought it helped him cross over the threshold of manhood. <laughs> I would have totally wanted to buy one of those. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you guys enjoy cutting the grass? Swipe left or swipe right, George? Uh, I haven't cut in a long time, and I don't have a big enough yard to have one of those so no i i swipe left i don't enjoy it you so you never liked it i find it very therapeutic nope not for me no i grew up in florida man when my parents made me do that stuff when i was little it's hot and humid all the time it's not fun dude every saturday morning i would have to wake up 
My father had a Toro, T-R-O-O, T-R-T-O-R-O, a Toro lawnmower. I would mow the front yard, and then I would have to take the bag off of it and then put it in a plastic bag and empty out all the grass, then put the thing back on, then mow the side, the back. Then I'd have to weed whack where you had to get like a uh, like an extension cord because this wasn't a fuel weed whacker. It was an electric weed whacker, and I did that grass, I mean, probably from the time I was 10 to the time I was 18 years old. So no Lindsay baseball. I don't miss it. However, my grandfather had a caterpillar like tractor. And as a kid, all I wanted to do was be old enough to drive that tractor. And when I was able to drive that tractor, I loved cutting the grass back then. So I loved cutting the grass. I will say the yard work because when when I owned my home in the the burbs of Cleveland, I loved cutting the grass because it was kind of like kind of like I guess how cleaning is for me now. It's like somewhat like therapeutic, you know, it relieves some stress. Put your headphones on, cut the grass. But the yard work part with like the weed whacker and trimming the bushes and stuff like mulching. No, I was not about that life. I'll tell you this right now. The guy who cuts my grass now uh, saves me a bunch of time by doing it. And they're really creative. Every week, they take the front yard, they make it look like a baseball field, George. You know, like sometimes you go to a game and like they've got crisscrosses going. Mm -hmm. and Sometimes it's just straight lines. Yeah. You know? Oh, these guys are very creative. Excellent. Good. What's next, Lance? All right, so Halloween is right around the corner. It is. My kids already went to a Halloween thing yesterday. Yeah, I saw a lot of people were dressed up over the weekend, and a mm-hmm. recent poll from Yahoo suggests that most U.S. adults won't be dressing up. According to their poll, only 22% are opting to dress up for Halloween, while 63% have chosen to skip out the season, and 14% just haven't decided. Mm-hmm. So will you be dressing up at all this year for Halloween? Swipe left or swipe right, Kepi? Swipe right. Um, yes, I will be dressing up. We have a show that day, don't we? We do, yeah. yeah. It is not by choice that I'm dressing up that day. Uh, this is one of those deals where the girlfriend kind of dictates. She loves Halloween. Mm-hmm. She probably has in her garage like three giant bins of costumes. So oh she should goodness. never have to buy a costume ever again. If Every year you just go in and you pick out what you want to wear. Um, I don't really care, but she does. So yes, I will be dressing up in a costume. I don't know. Oh, you know, you know, I, 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 you know what they want me to be on around the horn this year, right? Tell me, Pat McAfee. Oh, that's funny. You yeah. should get like fake, like like a fake muscle. Yeah, like the fake Popeye muscle. Yeah, thing. we're getting that. That's and now. I have another team. meeting about that because I actually wanted to be Chris Russo. Um, oh, that oh, would be good. Too. That would but be really good. But they prefer I do McAfee, but there's one more call tomorrow about it, so I'm going to try to push for Russo again, because I definitely can do Russo. I, I have to watch McAfee more to get the oh, dude, cadence I'll, I'll and all that you. stuff. I'll help you with McAfee, because McAfee is very Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, recently, you know, he was there was a poll that was done by The Athletic. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Yes. 49% of people said they don't like McAfee on college game day. And so McAfee is like, shout out to all those people that do like me. And shout out, S-H-A-U-T-A-U-T, shout out. So it's not shout out, it's shout out. Yeah. Because that's very Pittsburghy. Yeah, I'm going to need your help if I end up doing McAfee. Because they want me to, after my performance last year on Scott Hansen, they want yeah, me good. as a return contestant Yeah. Um, on Halloween. Yeah, so. Good. Yeah, it uh, the handsome. Oh, it's going to be interesting because uh, Clinton is also doing the show. I, I guess we're not doing it in the same building because we'll have to do it in different places unless Clinton he's not should in be LA. me. I think uh, Clinton no, should be actually, me. I know who Clinton's going to be. Gonna I be? don't want to reveal it. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. tell you me because it's me. But yeah. Well, anyway, I'm going to be dressed up in a Halloween costume. But this Friday night and Saturday night, these are really the nights of Halloween. Like I'm not. I don't see myself doing anything on Halloween night on October 31st. But on this Friday night and this Saturday night, I can definitely see myself rocking two different costumes and 
running around like I'm, you know. Kev, Kev you don't know what you're going to be yet, though, huh? No, I have no idea. It'll I was going to say. So do you want me to come in as McAfee still during the show for the yeah, radio show? be hilarious. Cap, you should dress up in your costume. Ask Rachel to give you your costume early and dress up on Thursday when we're at Yamava. Okay, I could do that. We should all dress up that Wait, Halloween. Thursday? Oh, oh, you're saying this Thursday Yeah, people always dress up before Halloween, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but we that. should also dress up on lit, you know? Yeah, ha- we Halloween's should. on a lit. Halloween is on a Tuesday? Yep. Yeah. Lit. Yeah, George, just keep your costume on. Yeah. And we'll all dress up. All right, like one more Lindsay. idea. All right, Anthony Joshua is going all Aaron Rodgers on us. The heavyweight mm-hmm. boxing star is in the midst of a four-day darkness retreat oh with little to no technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, inspired by the Jets quarterback, Joshua recently revealed his plan to Men's Health magazine, telling them he was beginning the retreat all by himself starting last week. Mm-hmm. And he said, by October 20th, I'll be one of the coolest people coming out after sitting for four days in the dark. Do you think that more pro athletes will participate in these darkness retreats <laughs> after Aaron Rodgers did? Swipe left or swipe Swipe right, Cappy. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna swipe right. I think that um, athletes in general look to whoever is the best at what they do, and then they'll say, "Okay, well, what does that person do that makes him or her the best?" Well, I want to do that. And Aaron Rodgers is kind of the first person we've ever heard in a darkness retreat. So now we've got. You, know, you said, "Is it Joshua? What's his name?" Anthony Joshua. Anthony the Joshua. Boxer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now you got the first guy to say, hey, I'm giving credit to Aaron Rodgers. So, yes, I think there will be others that will do darkness retreats. Yeah, I think there'll be others. So, yeah, because everyone's always looking for something, you know, to have an edge, right? I don't Whatever know if edge I edge that it. is, mental, physical, emotional, I couldn't do it, spiritual. no way. I don't know yeah, if I could do it. Not for me either. I'm good. I like I the sun. Well, it's not just the sun. It's like I, I'm addicted to my phone. Yeah. Well, I could know? get away from the phone. I'm fine for with four that. four full days. It's just the sun part is... is <laughs> Yeah, four I full t- days, no phone. You're not a vampire. You're not. Yes, for not a two? vampire. No, I could totally get away from my phone for four days. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. All right, that is Radio Tinder. Usually, when we're doing a normal show at five thirty, but here right now. Uh, but Cappy, before yep. we uh, get to Dealer's Choice in the last segment here, before yeah. we turn it over to baseball at five o'clock. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We take you up to baseball here in five minutes. Quick segment here. Sliwa day tomorrow. It's all Slee all day tomorrow, I feel like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Slee and Beto. That's right. Beto's the post game and the halftime. He's got it all. Does he have halftime or just post game? Halftime, halftime and post Okay, yeah. there you go. I want to make yeah. sure I got it. Beto did a great job calling that boxing match this weekend. I saw the uh, some of the clips. Yeah. Um, that's because Omar Lopez was out there. 
Yeah. And he was providing us with a lot of that content. Yeah, he did a great Way to job. Go, Omar. Great job, Omar. All right, Cappy, what do you got? A dealer's choice before we get out of here. Very quickly here. Tonight, guys, Monday night, it's a very sneaky, good sports night for television. Yeah. Under normal circumstances, we'd be on the air till 7. Right. And we would accept zero excuses if anybody were to leave before 7 p.m. But tonight, because the show ends at 5, because we're leading up to baseball, Mm -hmm. think about tonight. What do you got planned right now? Because the 49ers oh, play I got the my Vikings. fantasy draft in the Big Trudell League. Oh, okay. Because the 49ers <laughs> play the Vikings tonight at 5.15. So when we get off the air, you got 15 minutes before the kickoff of the game. Yeah. Right now, the Diamondbacks are leading the Phillies 5-1, to one, and they're down three games to two. And all of a sudden, Arizona is showing life. Remember, George, when Arizona beat the Dodgers and then they fell quickly down 0-2 to Philadelphia? Yeah. We kind of all, all figured Diamondbacks were pretty much toast. Yeah. Well, they they're not toast. back. They're showing uh, some real guts here and some real courage. They are and gutful. fighting back. They're yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. And they're up 5-1 in the bottom of the eighth inning. But when you get off, not only do you have, or when we get off the air, not only do we get the, the Monday Night Football game, but the baseball game tonight, the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros, an interstate rivalry, is at Game 7 tonight. So I'm, this is like one of those nights where it's Monday and you're like, okay, well, what do I got going on Monday night? You got a Game 7 in baseball? and you got a really good Monday night football game, this is a sneaky good Monday night for sports TV viewers. Oh, I would agree. Yeah, this is a great time of year, October. Yeah, especially with the Lakers season and the NBA season tipping off tomorrow. This is going to be really fun. Man, it's going to be a fun, fun next couple of weeks. Which part are you most excited about? I All of it. I just love the collision of all these sports at the same time. You know one thing I got to try and get into this year? A friend of mine told me yesterday, I go, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm going to the game. I said, what game? What are you going to? Like, you going to the, the Rams game against the Steelers? He's like, no, I'm going to see the Bruins play the Ducks. And I'm like, well, when you say the game, you need to be, you need to be more specific because I would never have thought Bruins-Ducks. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and get to some Ducks games, and I'm going to try and get to some Kings games. I'm going to try to get in a little bit of NHL Cappy. this year. I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I love the NHL. But remind me to tell you a funny story about the ending of this show today when we talk on Wednesday, okay? Okay, the ending of this show. Just mark the tape. I got it. Yeah. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Great job, Cappy, Lindsay, and Laura, uh, and Brian, who sat in earlier briefly as well. Um, we will talk to you mañana. Baseball is next.